Blessed be thy fruit. Under his eye. Blessed be thy fruit. Under his eye. Blessed be thy fruit. What is it? May the, may the, may the Lord. What is it? Blessed be thy fruit. May something open. May the Lord open. Yeah, may the Lord. No, no, no. Whoa, shit. What is, see, now we got to figure out what it I is. Know. So it's oh, I'm Tori. Um, by the way, she, her, and hers. Oh, we won't have to do that in Gilead anymore. They'll, no, yeah, they'll outlaw that. They'll outlet, outlaw saying your pronouns. Right. You know, <sighs> we are now moving to, although I think if Gilead were to take place, I think I, I think we could potentially be somewhat safe. May the Lord open. That's it. Yes. Blessed be thy May fruit. The May the Lord open. <laughs> oh my god uh, yeah, we'll be talking about that we'll be talking about that yeah that was a, that was a hot start that was a hot start right into right into it we're just yeah. gonna go right into it we're not gonna banter we're not gonna talk about nothing we're gonna go right into it yeah uh, so what let's did texas do fucking texas fucking remember, texas remember that September. Back in Texas. Illegal for a woman to have an abortion even if she is raped. Even if she's a child who's been raped. Yeah. Who's been raped incestually. Yep. Who turns up pregnant. Yep. And not only not only that. There's now a bounty that one can get if you have information leading to someone who did get an abortion after six weeks and the person that may have helped her get that abortion after six weeks. And part of that bounty is that your legal bills will be paid for. Yeah. Like that you they're they're basically making it a way for any anybody you know, in Nazi Germany, anybody in Nazi to Germany, name names, to name names, point fingers. I saw X, Y, and Z, and this is what happened. And I'm going to, you know, now collect the bounty. Right. right? I want the bounty, the 10 grand. Yep. You know, can you imagine? Like, I'm just like blown. And then the Supreme Court upheld it. Upheld it. Basically said, no, yeah, we're not going to even, we're not even going to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm just appalled, appalled, appalled. It, to me, it's like, so why even bother with the Supreme Court? If right. the Supreme Court can't even listen to any arguments to say, yeah, maybe they didn't consider that during Roe versus right. Wade. But if there's nothing new 
in Roe versus Wade, if you don't bring up something new, Mm -hmm. then it still stands. Yeah. And that to me is that's the way that they're going to they're just opting out. Right. Yeah. And because I think I think, okay, I'm going to I'm going to give them I'm going to give the people in the Supreme Court the benefit of the doubt of the fact that they probably do have some level of intelligence, right? Some have more than others. And I think I'm just theorizing here. Okay. Well, we're just, just going to put that out there. I'm theorizing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that there probably is a, you know, at least a conversation about like, Oh, if we actually heard this case, we would have then said, yeah, we would, this, this is, this is, you can't do this, Texas, right? Under Roe v. Wade, you legally can't do this. But by, it's like, it's like let's give the give the plea and take the plea because we know we can't win the case, right? So it's this weird opt out thing of the Supreme Court of like we're just not even gonna we're not even gonna entertain it because probably somewhere the legal scholarly minds know that they would have to. Um, overturn it you know and because because you have the dipshits like what's her name who are pro anti-choice right by you know uh i'm sure kavanaugh's probably anti-choice as well you know at gorsh um so yeah i think that this is this is the well we're just not gonna we're not even gonna look at it because yeah it's just fucking uh it's just white men making decisions about women's bodies. Right. And I think it's <sighs> more so, you know, the, the tragedy of it all is because they are the supreme right. rulers of law. Right. right. That because they are silent mm-hmm. every when Roe versus Wade gave the constitutional right for women to have abortions mm-hmm. if they so choose. Right. Um, that because they are not, because they have stayed silent, that women are going to be harmed. Women are being harmed. Mm -hmm. As of September 1st, women are being harmed. Well, and this is the, this is the loophole that other states were looking for, right? Don't think that this isn't going to happen in other states. Other states are. I think it's just the signal to say, go ahead, because we got a Supreme Court that's not even going to look. Well, loophole, whatever, right? Tomato, tomato. But that I think now that Texas has done this, you're going to see states like fucking uh, Mississippi, Arkansas, Alabama, Oklahoma, um, Wyoming, uh, all the red states are going to going to try this because they're like, oh, okay, this is the way that we can. This is the way we go around Roe v. Wade. This yeah. is the this is the the side road, and, and we have school board officials talking about let's not give kids free lunches, right? Because they're going to get spoiled, right? Exactly. This is this is the we got we got school districts that will not make their students wear masks, yeah. but yet all lives matter, right? <laughs> exactly. Ugh that won't enforce mass mandates won't enforce vaccines because it's a personal choice yeah but by god we're going to tell a woman whether she can get an abortion and we have school boards uh firing 
or voting to, I guess, not, I don't know how, whatever, how it works, to reinstate a superintendent in Oregon because he was going to follow, or to keep a superintendent in Oregon because he was going to follow the mask mandate. The yeah. school board voted him out of a job. Yeah. Because he was going to, to enforce a, a law. Correct. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? What planet are we on? We I are screaming about the Taliban. Oh, that's started <laughs> about Afghanistan. And how and all oh, these people that were killed because of this way that the war ended. Oh, what happened to the hundred and something Americans that died? Well, yep. you know what? I'm still reeling from the 600,000 that have died from COVID because right? of the poor ass way that it was handled in the Trump administration. Exactly. Exactly. So if you're not outraged about that, I can't be outraged about 100 people. Exactly. Yeah. Although I I prefer to say all lives matter and I really mean it, but you all, all lives don't matter, just whichever ones you exclusively want right. to pick and choose. Now. Exactly. So I, exactly. I don't... I, I feel like I'm living in a world that is insane. It insane. is. Um, the top from the bottom, the side to the next side. I have no idea. I have no idea. It is bordering on apocalyptic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's but, the end of the world as we knew it. Yeah. I feel fine. Oh, goodness. Goodness. Guilty. Did he? Serving four years. Well, okay. Okay. Well, let's see, though, if he serves the whole four years. Or was it part of the plea deal that he would have to serve well, four you years? Know what his mother, they said that his mother didn't want him to, to plead guilty because, you know, she's believing the whole my pillow idiot and, you know, all these QAnon folks. Oh, dude, he's, Trump's going to be reinstated. You know, so she's telling him. Are you kidding me? Don't plead because when soon as he comes in, he's going to give you a pardon. Come on, bitch! He uh, to give your idiot son a pardon before he left, and he just skipped out of there. Didn't even bother looking at anybody that came yeah. out there to fight for him, and just said bye. And you all still following the idiot? I'm yep. like, I, 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 you just can't help this. You, you just can't do anything about it. Um, I was saw I saw a TikTok the other day of um, so that my pillow Lindell dude. Apparently, he started a TV channel, Lindell TV, right? Frank speech. Um, oh, it said Lindell TV on it when the oh. yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like a very it's a very public access level of production value. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these fucking I guess this was their news show. I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> they were fucking talking about how you know you know why there's a shortage of chips, right? It's because that because they're in the vaccine. That's why there's and it is true there are a shortage God. of processing chips. That is absolute yeah. true. But oh it's due to everything having to be shut down during the, you know, shutdowns right. in the different. And but they're they're convinced it's because they've all gone to the vaccines. Oh <laughs> and they were doing the whole like you can you can go you can put a, a piece of metal where the injection site is and you will see things stick like. Oh my god! And they were like as real as we're having this conversation right now, like they. Uh like yeah okay. now, you know and now i i 
I am a strong advocate for people to be to be in recovery, right? Yes. But you have to understand that using substances harms your brain, does your body. That when you're following a crackhead who you're seeing is, dude, you one, you don't process really well. Like you can tell he's like all, he's like a meth head on. Oh yeah. He's very, he's very, he has a lot of the, yeah. And he's not making sense. Right. His, his logic is just not there. And you're following that. Like I, I, as opposed to Fauci, yeah, whose health, you know, he's the epitome of a of a healthy man his age. He's like, you know, yeah, he's demonstrating. I mean, eighty years old, oh, eighty years old, and he still runs. Like he's running. Hello, active. Yeah, all cylinders on fire, and you're looking at crazy loony Lindell. I mean, his brain has been affected by the coke he has used over his lifetime, no doubt. No doubt. Very like, like you could, I mean, like you're saying the behavior is indicative of someone who is still using. Yeah. And if he's not still using, that's indicative of the amount of damage that has been done to his brain because of his inability to kind of formulate an actual meaningful sentence. Right. The, the, even just the scattered, the, the scatteredness of it, you know, yeah. like, yeah. So so it's very similar to someone who's still using or someone who has had so much damage because of their use. That's just now how they are, you know, and, well, it, and just, know, oh, he's you know, just and there, there comes with it. There's a, you know, it, when you're addicted to drugs, you have to do things, change your thinking. Like if you had great values and then you're so deep in your addiction you're making excuses for why you're stealing, why you're doing this, why you're doing that throughout your whole history uh, as you're using, right? Because you've had to lie, scheme, steal. Right, yeah. Do all kinds of horrible stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? So that thinking takes a while to unlearn and undo. Right, yeah. It's not overnight. So for me, when you're hearing Lindell talking about, oh yeah, Jesus told me X, Y, and Z, I'm like, how come Jesus is the only one talking to you? I don't see. And again, I get back to, I don't see the fruits of the spirit in you. When you're talking about hate, you're talking, you're sharing lies that you have no information on. You continue to push something that is not true. You, I mean, I even, know, even the, you know, it's not true because you don't have the evidence, either that or they've tricked you. It's talking about these data packs and everything else. This, <laughs> I mean, look, I, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't even know. You have to be one of those IT folks. And I know Lindell ain't no IT. Right. Folks. So I bet you he probably got some people around him saying, oh, yeah, here's the data packed and this, this, this. And he's like, oh, oh, OK, I believe you. When there's when people are looking at it and saying, this is BS. I, I don't even know what you gave me. Right. There's a bunch of scribbles on it. <laughs> Yeah, he's the level of paranoia that he shows is indicative of methamphetamine, cocaine, stimulant use, right? That's a common, that's a common thing that happens in stimulant use. And so because like, it's either he's still, he's still using or again, his brain, some shit happened 
out of that much time of using stimulants that that becomes a normal function, that paranoia. That's a normal way of functioning. And he is not fucking worked to to change that back right like his rational thinking is just not existing for him you know oh bananas bananas um shit where did we go where did we go from that one (laughs) how did we get to that how did we get there (laughs) yeah okay you got one update yeah okay yeah remember the trimet barber he was the Ooh, one yeah there was ladies yeah trimet, yeah so he came back up oh right, shit he also got out or he was a couple of 30 days in jail he got right right yeah so man known as the trimet barber accused of taking pictures of a woman using restroom again came out august 26 this guy <laughs> this guy yeah He's known as a TriMet barber, was arrested again on Wednesday, accused of taking a picture of a woman while she was using the restroom. Wreck, can you imagine? This guy. Bathroom, all of a sudden, like underneath the saw. Uh, yeah. What would you do? What can you do? What, you're, you're sitting there trying to take a pee, or I don't know, for some people, go number two. And, you know, you're not thinking about like something's going to. Yeah. yeah so records show walter was arrested on probation violation a new charge of invasion of privacy police said on august 18th officers responded to a pub in the 700 block of southeast 6th avenue investigators said the man had allegedly taken pictures of a woman while she was using the restroom police said the suspect was chased out of the bar by other people at the pub Officers later identified the suspect as Walter. Oh, Walter. Arrested in Wednesday. KTU has reported on Walter's numerous run-ins with the law, most notably for cutting women's hair on TriMet buses and trains. Last month, he was sentenced to nine days in jail, taking a picture of a woman using the restroom at Lloyd Center. Oh, Walter. Somebody needs to help Walter. Walter. You need well, some help, we buddy. Got your number last week. And you know what? It worked. I'm completely full. Not accepting. Not accepting new clients. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, it worked. Thank you. But yeah, yeah. No, no walk-ins. No new clients. A bit. No new appointments available at this. Sorry. You also have another WhatsApp. Oh, okay. So this is a, uh, around Aubrey, you know, uh, Ahmed Aubrey. Oh, yeah. What's going on okay, with that case? So, yeah. So here's this came out. This came out uh, CNBC September 2nd. A former district attorney. Oh, so it's called former Dis- Georgia district attorney Jackie Johnson criminally charged over investigation into Ahmed Aubrey shooting death. This is the district attorney who first got the information. And remember, they were linking the dude that shot Aubrey had connections to the DA. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 This Jackie. That's right. Yes. And then she then goes to somebody else and says, hey, yeah, you know, because I have this uh, relationship with the with the shooter, uh, I need for you to take a look at it. Right. 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 Talking about that. And we were like. You know, he looks at it. He only gets specific information. He gives his comeback to say no charges, right? Right. Yeah. 
So then what ends up happening is this Miss Johnson then formally says, I want to hand it over to this guy who I consulted on it so that he can take it over, mm-hmm. take over the case since, right. I, you know, since I have a connection with the shooter. Right. So then I guess as they're investigating, they're like, how, you know, how is it that you gave it to him when he already told you what was going to happen? Why are you giving it to him instead of looking for somebody impartial that right. doesn't know anything? Yeah. And then apparently she, you know, she was also standing in the way of police officers arresting the suspects, which is why it took so long. So here's, oh, the, Jesus. So here's the key point. Okay. The former district attorney in Georgia was indicted on charges of violating her oath of office and obstructing a police officer in connection with an investigation into the killing of Aubrey, uh, Ahmed Aubrey. Aubrey, a black jogger, was gunned down by two white men who chased him in a truck. The attack was caught on film by a third white man. The former Brunswick Judicial Circuit prosecutor, Jackie Johnson, is accused of showing favor to one defendant in the shooting, Greg McMichael, and blocking the arrest of Travis McMichael, Greg's son. So they, uh, again, they basically said, homegirl, you stepped in the way when police officers wanted to go arrest him. You stepped in the way of that. And you mm-hmm. said no. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you went out there to try to seek somebody who would see the case through your similar yep. eyes. Yep. And then you try to push the case to that guy. Yep. And because of that, we are charging you with, you know, what, what did I say? They Obstruction or something? Yes, obstruction yeah. and uh, violating her oath of office. Wow, good, fucking That's good. What I'm saying, fucking good. That's that. That is systems change, right? It's not just about the dudes that shot him. It's about the system that allowed all of that to happen. That has, right. The system that has always used that way. Right. Yeah. That. Right. It wasn't be until after all of these things where people are questioning the DA, mm-hmm. which we've been trying to figure out where's the DA that said, hey, right. we're going to charge, uh, you know, our local guy uh, with theft. Yeah. What happened there? Yeah. I don't know what happened. Who was the DA that filed those charges? Yeah, exactly. The DA is not getting in trouble. Right. Exactly. You know? So this is the system that we're talking about. So that has allowed one district attorney so far, <sighs> you know, you know, I mean, and that, uh, that's a good point, though, right, is that um, the one, right. And so really, I mean, I'm still like, sometimes you just got to dismantle and rebuild it because that's the problem is that this will be their sacrificial lamb, right? Oh, see, we got one. Yeah. See, we held her accountable when you know, in our local Westland situation that nobody was held accountable. People, well, the one guy what lost his DPST number, but he was going to retire anyway, right? So, you know. um, He's already got 30 years all up in there. Exactly. So, um, nobody was charged criminally for their obstruction or abusive office or position or anything like that. So, um, I mean, good. Yes, yes, I'm glad and this doesn't doesn't make it even, so to speak. Yeah. No, no, because there's. Uh, he's yeah. Dead. He's dead. He ain't yeah. Back. Exactly. Right. Oh, so he's, he's still gone. 
The family right. is still feeling the pain. Exactly. Well, um, in a similar update, um, even though we didn't completely cover Elijah McLean's case, we talked about Elijah McLean. Yeah, um, in 2019, he was killed in Colorado um, during last year's uh, protests. And mind everybody he was just walking down the street he was walking down the street apparently quote-unquote looking suspicious um you know i they they confronted him um let's see blah 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 blah, blah, blah. uh yeah the prosecution so um mcclain's let's okay let's just go at the beginning so colorado's attorney general said wednesday that the grand jury indicted the off three officers and two paramedics and the death of Elijah McLean, a black man who was put in a chokehold and injected with a powder, powerful sedative two years ago in Denver. Uh, the 23-year-old's death gained widespread attention during last year's protests um, uh, following the murder of George Floyd. McLean's pleading words that were captured on police body camera, I'm just different, have been posted on signs and pro at protests. And spo yeah, yeah. Um, because he had, he had some kind of McLean, they believe he was on the spectrum. He's yeah. he's uh, yeah, he had autism. Um, McLean was walking down the street in the city of Aurora after a nine one one caller reported looking suspicious. And yeah, I, I mean just it, yeah. What does that mean? You need walking walk. How come the how come the nine one one operators are saying? Ma'am, tell me exactly what. Right, what is making him exactly? I'm not going. We're not going to dispatch. Right, right, exactly. Is he looking into cars? Is he looking in in car windows? Is he trying handles of you know door handles? Yeah, exactly. Acting suspicious. Yeah, walking down the street is not suspicious. Right, exactly. So the officers uh, were charged with, and the paramedics were charged with manslaughter and criminally negligent homicide, and some face additional charges. Because I believe at the time, they said that they didn't know how he had died, that there was no toxicology report of any sort. That, yeah. So this whole thing about being injected with, you know, this uh, strong, what did you say? A strong, the strong sedative. I think it was I ketamine. I, I think there were, I think it was ketamine, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was ketamine. Police, yes, police used a chokehold and ketamine on McLean. Paramedics arrived and injected 100 with injected the 140 pound uh, McLean with 500 milligrams of ketamine, more than one and a half dose, one and a half times the dose for his weight. Oh my God. So, how right you, there, you, I'm you, like, how do you even get to use that? Right, that's my like. How is that even something that's legal to do? A chemical restraint? I didn't. I I guess I'm under his eye. Under yeah. His eye. Um. Oh, it says the fire department is allowed to use the drug to sedate combative or aggressive people, but there is a lack of police training, conflicting medical standards, and non-existent protocols that have resulted in hospitalizations and even death when it's. Um, during police encounters. Within five minutes, according to the federal lawsuit, um, McLean stopped breathing. He died six days later after being declared brain dead and taken off life support. So they put this child in a fucking chokehold to the point where they cut the oxygen off of his brain, also giving him a sedative that fucking probably impeded. Yeah. And 
basically rendered him brain dead to the point where, yeah, like I said, they, he had to be taken off um, life supports. Mm. <sighs> yeah. And yet all lives matter. Right. Um, the Attorney General's uh, announcement came after three Aurora officers, including one involved in the encounter with McLean, were fired and one resigned um, last year over photos mimicking a chokehold. So he was thinking it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now what, bitch? Yeah. That's what I feel like saying. Now what? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm starting to cuss. That must be nice. <laughs> I'm frustrated. Well, let's see. Let's, let's, a charge is one thing. We'll see a guilty. That's what, that's the next thing we're going to need to see on this situation. So, for sure. Uh, uh, well, with that, uh, since we're on police officers, okay. Right, uh, this came out time, the time news uh, came out September 2nd. American police say officers are quitting in droves. Federal data says otherwise. So, uh, basically, you know, I'm just, I'm not even, because I, I don't really want to waste one of mine on this one, but basically <laughs> it's this. The police union is saying, oh my God, we're losing police, yeah. you know, the scary Yeah, attack. we can't hire anybody. Nobody wants to work. Nobody wants to be a police officer anymore because we're, you're so mean to us. Yes. Yeah. Public safety people, public yeah. safety. Yeah. When data is showing, no, in fact, they're not leaving. They're still staying there. Yeah. A paycheck is a paycheck, people. That's yeah. what I'm saying. If you are, you know, high bills, and that's exactly what we know. America lives on credit cards, mm -hmm. right? If mm -hmm. you are high in debt. You ain't going nowhere on a job that you can easily start making. Big Not to mention they're making. Time. Oh, yeah. Bucks. They're making, they're making real good money. Public employees. Yeah. Real good money. So they're getting OT. They're getting. Hazard you know, pay. All kinds of. Yeah, stuff. exactly. You're going to quit that? Nope. No. Nope. Not even. And, and, you know, they keep going with if you make our officers try to, you know, force them to get the vaccine. Then, oh yeah, you know, they're gonna quit in droves. I'm saying, you know what? They're gonna line up. They quit. Drives. They quit. They quit. That's then go. Fair. Bye. Go. Go. Like, it's a win-win for all of us. Yeah, because we don't want them there anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. The Trumpers queuing on conspiracy yep. theorists, white nationalists. Yep. Bye, boo. It's the easy yep. way for because we're yep. like we don't know which ones are the good cops. The good cops are gonna do what is right for the public. Exactly. Get their vaccine like everybody else. And exactly. Yeah. That's what the good cops are going to do. Yeah. So, yeah. bye, boo. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Anyway, all right, that's not one of mine. Oh, okay. Oh, you want to? Okay. I don't want to waste okay. it on that. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I'll do one that I had. Had in the, had in the hopper. Oh, hold on. Um, this is for the Daily Beast, so you know it's a little bit sensationalized because that's what they do. But it's still, I mean, it still happened. Uh, so South Dakota Attorney General who killed a man in a crash gets speeding tickets. What? Oh, this is the one where he said it was accidental, right? Uh, I can't remember. So, yeah. 
he thought it was a deer or something like that. It well, let me get into it. I saw that. One. Um, so just four days before he was set to stand trial for a fatal road accident, South Dakota Attorney General Jason Ravensborg got a speeding ticket for going 57 in a 35. It was Ravensborg's seventh speeding infraction in seven years, according to the uh, local media, but hardly his most serious traffic violation. That came in September 2020 when Ravensburg rammed his car into Joseph Bo Bover on highway on the highway shoulder while coming while driving home from a Republican Party function. Ravensburg, he was probably drunk too. Oh. Ravensburg, uh, the top uh, law enforcement for the state, called police and said that he thought he had hit an animal. Bover's body was not found until the next day when Ravensburg returned to the highway. During the interrogation, investigators told Ravensburg that he had hit Bover so hard and directly that the man's, the dead man's glasses ended up inside his car. Oh, my God. That means his face came through your windshield, a Dakota Bureau of Investigation agent told him. His face is in your windshield. Think about okay, that. So, so you couldn't have thought it was a deer. That's the point. Like, his face was on your windshield his glasses were in your car last time i checked deer do not wear glasses and i'm thinking so that would be the i mean are they because what i was missing from that article which i don't know is that they never said if the driver swerved into the guy so it says i jumped out so the the eight the 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 guy said he he said he was scanning something on his phone right before the crash. Okay, right there. Driving while on his phone. On the phone. Well, he was on his phone, basically. They don't have a law no using your cell phone while driving? Um, use of an electrical device while driving, illegal lane change, and careless driving were three of the misdemeanors. Would, would have been three of the misdemeanors, according to, yeah. But they didn't give him that. He was charged with three misdemeanors of use of electric device, illegal lane change, even after and careless said, driving. I was scanning using my phone. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You see right there, right, right there, a man's life. But he was never charged with negligent homicide. And you know what? And I'm like in all of that, in all of that whole case. Not one charge of reckless endangerment, of negligent homicide, of harm to a, a person, a human being. A human being is dead. Yeah. He got a driving wall on your phone fucking charge, which is a misdemeanor, but whatever. And a speeding of which that's what he pled to. Is he on probation? Um, let's see he if this. He has history of doing these things. Um, that's what I would have said. You have a history of doing these things. Yeah, he's not committed to the. It doesn't say. It just says that he won't step down because there's been calls for him to resign. I thought you have to have. I thought. Oh, I guess it's felonies, and that's exactly what they. Right. Let's keep them misdemeanors. Yeah, exactly. Sure that it were there were no mm -hmm. felonies, so that one he can continue to feed his family. Mm -hmm. However, when it comes to brown or black people, they don't really care whether they give you. They want you to get the felonies so that you can go off to prison. Right. And who is this this victim? Like, who's speaking for this victim? Where's the voice family, for this victim? His family was there. They were outraged. They were outraged. I can imagine. 
I can I imagine. I don't even know who the victim is. Like, I don't know if, um, like, you know, it, what happened? What was he out there? Did he, you know, was he on his way to go get some gas? Because Let's see know, if I can find something that it says uh, what, what he was doing. Um, and of course he wouldn't step down, dude. Come on. Yeah. Let's see. Ba, 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 ba. And you know what's going to happen on the next case of something like this happening? A little ticket for the next person. Right? Time. Exactly. Um, yeah, I can't I can't figure out what he was doing. The Ugh. what doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah. But, you know, I was just thinking, you know, if he was doing something like super innocent, trying to get, you know, gas because he ran out, and you know, those are always a sad kind Oh, of he must have been pulled over to the side of the road because his truck was um the yeah so it might, he must have been he guy, must yeah he yeah um there ain't no way that you knew you knew it was a person he was in the he dark probably, going back to his truck yeah he was probably intoxicated he knew he couldn't do anything that you know i say he was probably intoxicated by that time it's out of your bloodstream it don't matter right <sighs> so yeah he gets to uh walk away he gets a speeding ticket yeah yeah Fuck. you know i think the only thing oh and his I face is just ugh, ugh. i think the only thin-lipped white man yeah the only good thing is the brain doesn't forget and that when that dude closes his eyes you know that he sees the face of that man that he killed oh he doesn't because he's on the fucking narcissistic spectrum and he has no ability to empathize well i mean let's just say like i i, I want to they wanna exist and like, they exist as more than just serial killers they hold public office yeah well <laughs> but his punishment would be you know that he closes his eyes and he sees that guy every single damn day that would be his punishment that I would give. Yeah. Since the law can't. <laughs> you know, since the law can't. Ugh, what a douche. Yeah. You get, you get to kill a man like that, but you can't have an abortion. Right? Exactly. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. All right. What else do you got? Oh, I had a, I had another update. I forgot about oh. that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can get back to it. Oh, you want to do that? You want me to do it? Yeah. Um, it might be something that I have. So, uh, remember we talked about Newburgh School District banning the Pride and Black Lives Matter flag? Oh, yeah. After controversial ban of political, quote, political signs and flags that included LGBTQ Pride flag and uh, Black Lives Matter flag, the New York, Newburgh School District plans to rescind the rule. Yeah. Hmm, guess they don't like all that negative press about how they're not a welcoming and inclusive school system by banning these two uh things yeah uh, yeah well i'm glad I'm yeah glad. i mean but we have to go through all of that headache for you to to then have to backtrack like right exactly exactly we have yeah. to yeah um the 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 one of the fucking people from the school board said the main goal of this is to get political symbols and divisive symbols out of our schools so we can focus on on the already difficult task of educating our students in core subjects yeah whatever so shannon that, yeah and that's what i'm saying is here here you go when you say black lives matter is divisive or mm -hmm. you say pride flags are divisive right how are they divisive they're only divisive to homophobics 
Right. Only divisive to racists. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's the only that's the only yeah. people that you are protecting the yeah. fragility of. Exactly. Uh, uh, anyhow. So there's a little update. A happy yeah. update. Happy update. So, uh, we never covered this, but I read this and I was like, oh yeah. This What's came that? out of the morning call. Um, August 24th, woman who coughed on food at Garrity's supermarket at start of pandemic to serve up to two years in jail. Mm. A Lucerne County woman was sentenced to serve one to two years in jail and eight years of probation for deliberately coughing on food at Garrity's supermarket in Hanover Township at the start of the pandemic in March 2020. Margaret Ann Cherko, 37 of Hanover Township, was also ordered to pay nearly 30,000 in restitution for mental health and drug and alcohol evaluation. Appearing in court Tuesday morning, Cherko told the judge she is sorry for her actions. I'm so sorry for what I did that day. She said, I wish I could go back. Lucerne County President uh, Judge Michael T. Vaughn was quick to respond, I do too. Mm. It was totally outrageous conduct, he said. Joe Fasulo, co-owner of Garrity Supermarket, said the store was forced to throw away about $35,000 worth of food and merchandise after Chirko coughed on it. Ugh. According to the arrest papers, Chirko entered Garrity's on the San Suge Parkway the afternoon of March 25th time when COVID-19 was rapidly spreading throughout Pennsylvania and little was known about the virus. She began yelling, I have the virus. Now everyone is going to get sick before coughing and spitting on the on food what? and merchandise in the store. The incident made international headlines. I don't know why we didn't get it. I know. Well, how did we miss that one? Fasula, who appeared in court Tuesday, said this occurred at the height of the pandemic and employees and customers were afraid. At the time, no one knew if the virus could spread on surfaces, he said. Lucerne County Assistant District Attorney Drew McLaughlin said it also was a time when there was no mass mandates. Her threat caused many people fear, panic, anxiety, in addition to financial loss of tens of thousands of dollars worth of food and merchandise. Cherko pleaded guilty in June to a weapon of mass destruction charge, second-degree felony. In exchange for her plea to this to the felony charge, prosecutors dropped other offenses against her, including criminal mischief, disorderly conduct, and making terroristic threats. Her lawyer, here we go, um, said she later tested negative for coronavirus. He said she, he she realizes the seriousness of the quote unquote, crazy threats she made. Um, he also added that Cherkel has alcohol and mental health issues and she was intoxicated at the time. It's not an excuse, but it is an explanation. Cherkel was re remanded to Lucerne County Correctional Facility after her sentencing on Tuesday. She received credit for 35 days she already served in jail. Now, she was charged in a separate case in April after refusing to leave a warrior-run church on the, on the grounds that she is a child of God. 
Prosecutors in that case alleged she began shouting outside of the Welsh Presbyterian Church three times over the span of little more than a day. I love God. God loves me. Jesus, won't you walk with me? Jesus, won't you walk with me? Prosecutors quoted her as saying, shouting. After twice being told to stay away from the church to which she does not belong, Churko returned a third time and started pounding on the doors, yelling, let me in, God. I love you. Cherkov pleaded guilty to misdemeanor count of defiant trespassing in that case, and she was fined $276. Cuckoo, cuckoo. I mean, I don't think that she deserved to get charged for the church thing. She's just showing she loves God. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Go to church and uh, I mean not. apparently not. Apparently that church apparently turns people turns the faithful away. Yeah. <laughs> apparently you can't be out there screaming about God and everything. That else. seems counterintuitive to what the whole church situation is. <laughs> uh I would think so. Uh, why would they thing with Shouldn't they take her in and be like, you know, we are we are happy that you are loving Jesus and we want to help you love Jesus, but let's not help let's not do the Jesus loving by pounding on the door, you know, like there help her, help her, take her in, help her. Yeah, no, there are very few churches that do that. <laughs> um, Salvation Army does. Oh, right, they take in. What would Jesus do? Apparently, Jesus would say. Jesus would call the police. Apparently, back at a later time. <laughs> Don't come to my house. There, Jesus calls the police. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. All right. Well, that's some good ones. Um, okay. I thought that I, I, I actually didn't read the whole thing, so I don't know exactly what's happening or why she's doing this, but we're going to find out together. Um, this is for M and from NPR. Just one drop. Um, that's going to hint. That's a hint. Oh, yeah. Just one, just one drop. I can't even get my voice that low. Just one drop. Now. Oh, does she really? Yeah. Oh, so Elizabeth Holmes plans to accuse ex-boyfriend of abuse at Theranos at at Theranos fraud trial. Okay, they had a safe word, I'm sure. So I don't think that could be considered. Abuse. It was one drop. <laughs> <laughs> the so the chains in the office. One drop. Um, Elizabeth Holland, the founder of the blood testing startup Theranos, plans to defend herself in federal fraud trial starting next week by arguing that her ex-boyfriend, who was an executive at the company, emotionally and sexually abused her, impairing her state of mind at the time of the alleged crimes, according to a new unsealed document. Um, I'm sorry. This was her brainchild before he even. He was, right? Yeah, he wasn't. A, he, she'd been doing this since Stanford. She, when yeah. when when the professor said this will not work right and she continued to pursue right. it yeah to the point where she got that millionaire dude who she was going to visit right the yep. father of one of the it the kissinger yeah all by herself there was no sign of sunny right. right was that his name yep no sign of sunny yep to collect his cash to invest S so she intends to pin the blame on Ramesh Sunny Balwana, her former boyfriend and one-time top Theranos executive, um, who has also been charged in separate 
fraud case. Holmes is likely to take the stand to testify in her trial. Ooh, that, that'll be interesting. Right. The bombshell revelations um, come on the eve of the trial of Holmes, who stands accused of defrauding patients um, and investors in operating Theranos. Um, we know blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, so essentially, that's going to be her argument, is that um, she... Balwana was controlling, manipulative, and abusive to her. In particular, Holmes is set to describe at trial how he controlled how she ate, how she dressed, and with whom she's... No, I'm sorry. I saw the documentary where she, you talked about wearing the turtleneck because you, you emulated uh, fucking homeboy from Apple. Um, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, she intends to say that uh, Sunny monitored her calls, text messages, and emails, and was physically violent, throwing hard, sharp objects at her. Uh, the pattern of abuse and coercive control continued over the approximate decade-long duration of Holmes and Sunny's relationships, including during the period of the charged conspiracies. You know what? Here's the thing. Because you were in an abusive relationship doesn't mean that you didn't defraud people. Right. Right. Exactly. He may have very well been abusive and I and I'm sorry he was like that. And I'm if this was if this was actually happening, if that's you were terrible. In an abusive situation right. terrible. Yeah. But, but you don't get no to use that as your excuse for defrauding people. People lying to them, right. knowing that you didn't have uh, going into this again from Stanford, from Stanford, you were told this would not work, and everything kept coming up of this doesn't work, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work. Doesn't work, doesn't work. Every turn, it never, it was never going to work. And Bowani was an investor, and yet you kept doing it, you kept right. pushing it. You can't you say that. Uh, yeah, I yeah, just he um, approached Bowani about it. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, ugh. yeah. No, but here we go. Let's blame a person of color because poor right. white woman tears, white woman tears. I mean, I'm hoping people on the jury are like, you know, we're not yeah. going to fall for that. We're going right. to be impartial. I'm going to put on my equity lens right. and I'm going to say just because he's a person of color that, you know, we don't. And I don't know if she has evidence of abuse. But I mean, the, of course, Sonny's attorneys are saying it's salacious and inflammatory and that there's, you know, this is all allegations. Um, you know, oh, she's going to she's going to claim abuse and, um, you know, she's claiming abuse and post-traumatic uh, uh, stress disorder and depression and intimate partner partner abuse syndrome. Which I'm not saying that she may not have some of that experience. If this in fact happened, if he was abusive, but isn't it kind of? But funny this how was not. I mean, this, how did this never come up? How did this never come up? And here's the thing. It's funny that those that were employed by her said she was abusive, right? Uh, threatening. Uh, you better not do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So but, she's yeah. doing these similar behaviors that right. she is claiming that she is experiencing as well. Yeah. So I'm not buying that. I'm not buying it. One, even women that are, are known to have been in abusive relationships, they're still, who kill their partners, they still go to prison. So Right, exactly. I mean, you still get yeah. held accountable. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I'm sorry if you experience abuse. 
but that has nothing to do with you right. stealing people's money. Because this was way before Sonny came to the picture. You knew you were doing something you fraudulent. Knew, you knew. You knew it wasn't real. Yeah. You just couldn't accept it. Yeah. Because exactly. of potentially your level of narcissism. And, right? And Is ignorance. I, I think it's, I mean, I think it's narcissism. I, I think so too, but it's also ignorance. Like your teacher tells you who is degreed. Right. Right. <laughs> it wasn't just some, yeah. It just wasn't some person that you're like, hey, what do you think about this idea? And they're like, ah, it'll never work. No, this is someone who fucking knows her shit. Yeah. If it, if it had, we'll say, let's say if it had worked, then you could have come back and said, right. And said, see, uh, see look at what I did. I told you so. I told you so. Yeah. But you lie to try to get people and every turn, every turn, nothing to show for it. And you still needed more money to push it. You just kept getting the money, getting the money, not in the business of the research, using it elsewhere. That's fraud. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Anyway. So, just one drop. Right. Um, Bye, girl. Yeah. That's all I can say. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here. What else you got? Politico. Federal judge imposed sanctions on Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood, and other pro-Trump lawyers. Did you hear about that? This I don't think. August 25th. You know, Sidney Powell is at the crisis. Oh, right. Yes. Mama yes. I remember. Man. Yes. I saw, I saw the, the double, double diva or whatever the lady on TikTok that I follow who does, who, does um, who talks about shit, you know, that happens yeah. Yeah. and, you know, her, th- what is her, what are her tagline? Stupid, stupid, uh, stupid games win stupid prices or something like that. Yeah. She's uh, funny. Yeah. She's oh, funny. Yeah. But yeah, she did a little thing about it. Playa. <laughs> a federal judge on Wednesday imposed sanctions on Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood, and seven other pro-Trump lawyers in a strongly worded document or in a strongly worded denouncement of what the court called a frivolous election fraud lawsuit. Mm. The U.S. Mm. District Court Judge Linda Parker found that Powell and other colleagues involved in the case which sought to make former President Donald Trump Michigan's official 2020 presidential pick filed this lawsuit in, quote unquote, filed this lawsuit in bad faith and for improper purpose. The lawsuit to certify President Joe Biden's victory in the state should have never been filed, Parker said in her opinion. Further, they presented pleadings that were not warranted by existing law or by a non-frivolous argument for extending, modifying, or reversing existing law Come or on. establishing new law and contain factual contentions lacking evidentiary support or likely to have evidentiary support. So that whole dominion mm-hmm. thing, the whole, yep. you know, all of those machines. Yep. Uh, Parker, an, appoint, an appointee of President Barack Obama, who is based in Detroit, held a six-hour sanctions hearing in July in which plaintiff's attorneys involved in the lawsuit, such as Wood, downplayed their role in the process. Emily Newman and Julia Harler, who both served in multiple roles in the Trump administration, were included in the sanctions announced on Wednesday. Another seven attorneys involved in the litigation, including Scott Scott Hagerstorm 
and Stephanie Lynn Juntili were also subject to sanctions, along with the mandate continued education, oh, along with mandatory continued education on election law, the pro-Trump- Yeah, they have to go back to classes. (laughs) The pro-Trump attorneys were ordered to pay the fees and costs incurred by the state defendant and the city of Detroit to defend this action. It is unclear how much that will be, and the defendants have two weeks to submit their time and expense records. Further, given the deficiencies in the pleadings, which claim violations of Michigan election law without a thorough understanding of what the law requires, and the number of failed election challenge lawsuits that plaintiff attorneys have filed, the court concluded that the sanctions imposed should include mandatory continuing legal education in the subjects of pleading standards and election law. On top of that, the judge recommended that the bar association for each respective attorney investigate them for potential suspension or disbarment, noting that their involvement in the the litigation showed they were unfit to practice law. Mm, Come on now. Come on. To snap up. To practice law. Yep. Bitches unfit. There you go. Yeah. Right there. Um, I think that's awesome. I I I was cracking up when I heard it that they gotta go to take classes and yeah. Yeah, I just referred back to the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Just that. Um, I got one more after this. One. Okay, I'll do this one, and we don't even really have to do the whole thing. It's more of a rapid fire because the okay. the, the uh, um, title says it all. Woman arrested for using fake Madderna vaccine card to travel to Hawaii. Madderna, M A D. They put that in the, in the vaccine card. Yes. So you didn't hear about this one? Uh uh-uh. uh. I heard Stupid. about the couple. Stupid games. Oh, they did. They did. They fake their. Um, they faked and they faked their cards and they faked their kids' cards who are under the age of twelve. Oh my That's God. how they got. Ah, you idiots! Yeah. Uh, so this girl um, uh, from Illinois tra- wanted to travel to Hawaii, and so she got a fake COVID vaccine card with a major typo. Twenty-four-year-old um, Chloe Mor- Morzak. Morzak. Um, allegedly submitted fraudulent document to bypass mandatory 10-day quarantine for unvaccinated visitors. Uh, one heir stood out to authorities. Moderna was misspelled as Maderna. Um, and the written handwritten card stated that she had received two doses of the vaccine in Delaware from National Guard members. Officials in Delaware reportedly told investigators they could not find evidence of her vaccinations in their records. Yeah. Um, initially, they had trouble tracking her down because the hotel reservation she gave at, at the airport screener was incorrect. Uh-huh. So she gave probably false information where she was say, staying, knowing that yeah. they might catch her. Um, and let's see. Yeah, she was charged with falsifying vaccination documents, which is a misdemeanor offense, and her bail was set at two thousand dollars. So not too much. Two hundred bucks. Yeah. So yeah, but at least, I mean, I'm glad she got caught. Like she got caught. The people. 
Mad Derna. Yeah. I got the Mad Derna. What did you get? I got the Pfizer. <laughs> it's not even worth it, people. Like, you know, if you're not going to take the vaccine, then just stay just home. Just stop. Just don't. Just don't do it. Just yeah. don't go anywhere. Yeah. Like, just stay home. Be safe. Wait yeah. out. You know, hopefully Ugh. it goes away. But you want to be out there in stores. You want to be out there. Right. Know? And that's the other thing that pisses me off. We know that stores are private businesses. Right. You don't get to go in there. I got a, a, a handicap and you all can't do that. Right. I'm disabled and I da, 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 da. And then uh, you can't ask me what my disability is. I Okay. Nobody's asking you. Nobody wants to have a dialogue with you. Right. Just leave our store. Right. Yeah. Just, just don't. Just you're, yeah. Just do. You don't, you don't get to be in here. Yeah. Go, go Nobody somewhere knows. where they're not going to check you. Nobody wants your business here. Yeah. They're telling you without a mask, don't bring your business in here. We don't have people that have masks. They have to keep their workers safe. Right. Exactly. It's their business. If they don't have workers to work, they're closing their business. Right. Exactly. Ugh. I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Maderna, that's apparently a new vaccine. It's up there with uh, ivermectin or whatever that. I think it's on the same shelf as the the worm medicine. Maderna. I did see on um, uh, TikTok. Uh, what's his name? Um, the boxer. What's his name? He's got COVID. Tyson. Uh, Mike Tyson. No, no, the Latino one. Uh, and his wine. Ah, why can't I think of his name? I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah, he was the the boxer. Oh, Oscar De La Hoya. Oh, De La Hoya. Ooh. Yeah, and he's out there. Uh, sounds like dude didn't get vaccinated because he's out there talking about his chest hurts. He can't breathe, and he's in the hospital. You know, he's like, we're at the emergency. I can't. I feel like I can't breathe. Dude, come on now. Come on now. You got the vaccine because you know who knows whether they're gonna have a bed for you. Because I think at the point where they're turning away celebrities and people with cash, you know it's bad, right? Exactly. Oh man. Oh well, actually, I'm not gonna read this story, but since you said that, right? Yeah, there 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 was an article in Wired this last week. Which brings up, I mean, it's it's an ethical dilemma, right? And um, where is that it's damn? Solve the ethical Ooh. problems. Well, I don't think we're going to solve it, um, because it is truly the ethical dilemma right now. And that ethical dilemma is: Would it be fair to treat vaccinated COVID patients first? Last week, Texas healthcare policymakers discussed taking vaccination status into account for COVID triage. It's a larger conversation ethicists are bracing for. You know what? Uh, as much as these people, non-vaccinators, get on my damn nerves, mm -hmm. they get on my nerves, they get on my nerves. Mm -hmm. um, I would probably say we need to help the people, one, that are, well, because let's put it this way. Let's say you have a a non-vaxxer and then when we say non-vaxxer let's put let's say this no let me give you let me give you the per, let me give you this scenario yeah a vaccinated person and a non-vaccinated person show up to the emergency exact same symptoms um 
Like they all, they need same same present same presentation. Their you know oxygen level is dropping below whatever that you know yeah you know when they put the oxymoron on. So we're not talking like what we one may need a respirator, one not. No, they they're showing up with the exact same. I got to go to the hospital because I'm now starting not able to breathe, and my oxygen had dropped. So exact same symptoms. Do you treat the one that's vaccinated first because you know that they have a higher rate of survival, or do you treat the one who's not vaccinated first, knowing that that person may very likely die no matter what you do for them? Right. Eh? Eh? Uh, Well, here we go, go, because then I think, what if it's a kid that's not vaccinated? And the exact same symptoms. You can't you can't just say we're only not we're only going to treat the vaccinated when you have other people that for reasons it, it's not who you, that you're not going to treat them you're just not going to treat them first so again right you have you have ten hospital beds if it's a child that was does not is not able to get the vaccine no no we can't right. that's an outlier we can't put that one in but that, that's a vaccine that's a non-vaxxer be, it has to be the age range. The Same age, age, yeah, no, it has to be the like two grown ups. Well, the person had to have been eligible to take the vaccine, so it had to be 12 or older. Yeah, so you could get a 13 year old presenting that's not vaccinated and a 45 year old who's vaccinated presenting with the same exact symptoms. Oh. Do you treat the vaccinated person first? I would be like, I would have to say no. If You'll I, get they'll both the get treatment. Why I say that the reason why I say that is mm-hmm. because. Studies are showing that people who have been vaccinated aren't dying. They just need extra oxygen or whatever. Mm-hmm. The ones that haven't been vaccinated, they're the ones that are dying. You know, so right. they're the ones who are more at risk of dying. Now, that's the frustrating part because, you know, where you're like. Because you could treat them and they could still end up dying. Right. And you could treat them and they still end up dying. But the chances of the other one waiting a little bit maybe getting some oxygen in their lungs you know where you give them a little tank and you know mm-hmm. the waiting room um the chances of them dying are less than the one that is in front of you who's not vaccinated and in you know because that it's only going to go from that to worse yeah so but well, i again i don't know what what they can do other than you're getting on a respirator we're putting you in a coma. Right. You know, I, I don't know what other than we'll, we're crossing our fingers and hope your body is strong enough to fight it. I mean, I, what more can they do? They're going to inject you with different drugs, you know, the deep right. warmer. The, <laughs> <laughs> the non-vaccinated person gets the anti-warmer. <laughs> right. I mean, that's what I would do is, hey, you want all these, you know, all these crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Or do you want the real deal? I mean, that is, and that's the whole piece of why it was so important to put the masks on so that anybody who needed medical attention could get it. Yeah. And that's the biggest frustrating part because we're going to see more hospitalizations. We're going to see younger kids who had no control. And this is why it pisses me off with the Texas abortion law instead of protecting the kids you're forcing them to go back to school to be super spreaders mm-hmm. place and you don't give a damn oh yeah i was uh, listening to npr today and they uh were talking to some folks from texas and they were saying how um 
what they had in this one school district that the, the, they were, you know, whoever they were from was from that school district. They had over well over a thousand students in quarantine because they had been, uh, you know, exposed and um, hundreds of cases of uh, students that had COVID after like the first week of school. You know, and that's the, for any parent that thinks that, I mean, you've seen these grown adults barely breathing. You think you're going to be sitting fine and pretty being, it's okay, baby. Just hold on, baby. You, you're yeah. okay with this COVID thing. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't know. Nobody knows what you Well, and that's, yeah, that's what they were saying too, is that what they, what we don't know about the youth population is what long haul COVID will look like for them. Because then we, we know what the adult population, we've gotten enough, you know, cases where um, we're, we're seeing the impact of long haul COVID. We don't have enough sample size of, of uh, youth. So this could be many different things for their development, for their ability, you know, later in life to have health. And I just, yeah, it's, I don't know about the, you know, the, do you treat, who you treat first or whatever. I mean, I think that's an ethical dilemma that thankfully I don't ever have to face right yeah. because yeah. I can see I can see the frustration right being in that field I could see the level of frustration and burnout of these healthcare workers who are treating people that all they had to fucking do was get a shot, get a shot. right and I'm not talking about uh you know the, the the very small percentage of people that had such a reaction or or would have a reaction that they couldn't get it right right because right. there is a small time. I'm not talking about them. I'm not talking about the ones that said they would take it if right. they could, but they can't. I'm talking about the fucking anti would rather put bleach and warm medicine in their fucking system than take a goddamn shot. Right. You know? Yeah. Like they're looking for every other avenue of something to put in their body to keep them from getting COVID other than the fucking thing that has been scientifically yeah. proven to save your life from yeah. COVID. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I could only imagine what these healthcare workers are feeling, seeing that day in and day out and day. In. Because, and, and, and again, you can say, well, they see that all the time, like people who are abused, who, no, who end up in, don't. they don't see it on this level. Yeah, they don't see on. Of course, they see patients who are obese and could maybe have chosen a healthier lifestyle, but then are suffering from heart disease and heart attacks. Of course, they see that. And that probably gets to them. But this is on a massive scale of one fucking disease. Yeah. One disease. Right. Yeah. That that again, if you've taken the damn vaccine, it would be that's why it's called a pandemic. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. not. Uh, one time, I mean, this is mass. I mean, this is this is well. Mad. And uh, Andy just read a fucking article today about the new variant. I saw that one. I saw that, and that's exactly what Fauci was saying. If we mm -hmm. don't get people vaccinated, there is this virus is waiting to start dividing into something new. Well, I mean, the Delta variant, again, NPR, was, they had a whole episode on Science Friday today about the science of this. And they were talking about, in particular around school, because part of the difficulty, even in masking of schools, is that the students aren't wearing the N95 masks because the Delta variant is um, aerosol. That's why it spreads so much easier. Whereas mm -hmm. the, the original COVID was just droplet. Yeah, yeah, it was droplet. This is aerosols. That's why there's a you know, five to one spreading. Yeah. yeah. 
So they're saying, yes, we want students to mask, but we actually need to make sure they have the mask that will actually protect them from the spread of this. So, uh, you know, and then now we're talking about Mew. We don't even, like, that's the one they're watching now that originated in Columbia. So, uh, just please wear a mask and, and stay away from me. <laughs> and um, wear a mask and wash your fucking hands and just wear a mask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and get vaccinated. And get vaccinated. It's Come on. Simple. Come on, yeah. please. Please. Very, very simple. Uh, all right. What else you got? One more. Um, oh, yeah. So this one I got, uh, maybe you could do it as a, um, like a rapid fire. Ooh, okay. Um, where is it? Oh, look at, I had it and then. And then you fucking clicked off of it. And yeah. so now you lost it. Hold on, hold on. And now you got to go back to the drawing board. No, not that one. I it was the one that okay, so it's one where this lady, oh here it is. Here it is. Yes. This came from the New York Post. Woman banned from zoo after unhealthy relationship with chimp. He sorry. What the fuck? A woman banned What the fuck? After unhealthy relationship with chimp. Oh no. Come on. Me. August 24th, 2021. <laughs> no, stop it. Get a monkey's uncle. <laughs> this woman wants to be one's wife. A monkey loving woman has been banned from visiting a male, male chimpanzee at the zoo in Antwerp, Belgium, after officials declared the relationship unhealthy for animal socialization with other chimps. What? <laughs> Yeah, although I think it, I read it, and I'm okay. Thinking, You're a bit sensational. You know? Okay, it's, okay. Oh, uh, it was a bit of a clickbait kind of situation. I, I, I think so. I mean, you tell me what you think. I love that. I love that animal. I love that animal, and he loves me. Ida Timmons of uh, uh you know, told the Belgian Channel of her simian soulmate, according to Lad Bible. The heartsick woman had reportedly been visiting the male chimp named Cheetah on a weekly basis for four years in what she described as a real relationship, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. During their visits, the two a bar cross the two bar cross lovers would reportedly blow kisses and wave to each other through the glass of the primate's enclosure. Although thankfully, they didn't engage in any interspecies whooping. Okay, now that, uh, you know, that's what I'm saying. But that's not what she wanted. She just would go and visit it, right? And, and blow kisses. Well, and, yeah, I mean. Nonetheless, Timmermans believes that their attraction is mutual. Unfortunately, uh -oh. the has put the kibosh uh -oh. on that, That's where you got me. That's where you got me on that, that line of she believes their attraction is mutual. Yeah, but she didn't say you know, I'm in like love with sexual it. attraction. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, see, that's what I'm saying. As okay. I'm, I'm, I'm like you, I was like, Oh, what this, what's this lady doing? What's she, unfortunately the zoo has since put the kibosh on the unorthodox love affair as it's reportedly caused cheetah to get shunned by his fellow apes. The uh, cheetahs consistently surrounded by visitors. The other, the other animals ignore him and don't consider him part of the group. Zoo curator, Sarah LaFont told ATV of the primate pariah who reportedly spends 15 hours outside of human visiting 
times completely alone as a result of his banishment. LaFont explained, an animal that is too focused on people is less respected by its peers. We want cheetah to be a chimpanzee as much as possible. Timmermans, for one, is devastated over her excommunication from the zoo. I haven't gotten anything else, the heartbroken gal protested. Mm. Why do they want to take that away? She added that her exile was especially unfair as other zoo goers are still allowed to visit her primate Parmore. Unfortunately, the ban may ultimately prove futile. Zoo officials don't think that Cheetah will ever be able to reintegrate into chimp society as Ooh. his exposure to humans began at an early age. So here we have a hmm. chimp that is familiar with people. Right. Yeah. 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 He with people. Right. He thinks that's his pack. Right? right. Yeah. Originally, the pet, the young chimp, was donated to the wildlife facility at an age when he became unmanageable and has spent 30 of the last 38 years in captivity. As a result, Cheetah is very friendly with people to the detriment of his relationship with his own kind. He was even seriously injured during a 2008 fight with other male chimps. Indeed, researchers from Chicago Lincoln Park Zoo have found that chimpanzees raised by humans had difficulties integrating with other chimps with social <laughs> deficiencies lasting for decades after their release from captivity. So essentially, this, this guy came to them kind of antisocial in the chimpanzee world well, yeah. and was social in the most more socialized the humans. towards humans yeah so uh, they were hoping that maybe they could shift that but they're saying her behavior kept him from doing that but her at this point yeah but at this point it might be a, a mute point anyway because they don't even know if it he would have ever been reintegrated in yeah yeah that does kind of seem yeah you know and I, and i'm thinking you know, this lady probably is like, oh, he's like so friendly and he's right. high and he knows these little tricks. Yeah, it's like uh, orangutans. Have you ever gone to the orang at zoo and the orangutans? Uh, and if you put your hand up on the glass, they'll put their hand up on the glass. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, cool. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. cool. You know, like the interspecies kind of mimicking yeah. and things like that. So, so this lady, I think, just kind of probably is herself anti, you know, just not, I don't want to say antisocial, but just probably doesn't have a lot she's of very she obviously very that. lonely and doesn't yeah. have a lot of social connection and that was her social connection and, and right has the time to go every day has the money to go every day to the zoo yeah. um and but yeah i feel like it's kind of like a right where she was being inappropriate she was yeah. doing some sort of weird sexual thing yeah. at him yeah. yeah that's where i was like yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She's making it sound like it's a love affair and she wants right. to be the wife. All because now at this point, if they know he's already like probably not gonna be able to socialize because of his past history, now you're taking the one thing for him away that was. I mean, we do know that primates are social creatures, right? right. So that was his social interaction, even it's though they weren't thirty years You know, humans? like so now he's gonna have nothing? Uh yeah that's yeah except for get beat up in the street right exactly <laughs> god poor yeah. guy he's losing out too right and there's <laughs> it sounds like there's no way of of reversing that like he's too old yeah you know yeah um yeah so i was like yeah i don't know if i would go that far and saying putting all that extra on that story. yeah but yeah 
yeah clickbait because i clicked it and i was like what and then by the end of it i was like eh, yeah poor, poor poor champ poor cheetah yeah yeah poor cheetah oh cheetah cheetah oh cheetah because you know the lady needs another hobby but so i want to help her find some socialization right like yeah Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe volunteer at an animal shelter where they actually need people to walk dogs or hold, yeah. you know, or, or uh, right. Or, yeah. or hold dogs that were are antisocial, right. You know, yeah. and need to learn how to be around all kinds of different types of humans. Like yeah. that's a way, like, again, like maybe, maybe she's a person that doesn't feel like she can engage effectively with humans. And yeah. I mean, and there are people like that, right? Like yeah. very, very introverted, shy people who just don't have the desire or ability to socially interact with other humans like yeah. you know get help let's let's get her into some sort of volunteer space where she could help you know dogs or cats that need to be socialized and uh i just hope it wasn't some weird like yeah, sexual that's what thing. i was thinking because they use thinking. those they use those catchwords of attraction right like right and then instead of like social like, connection right yeah, yeah. so yeah. Uh, all right they do that when it comes to women right of course yeah. a, let's make it male, when it's a male violating right. an animal it's you know yeah let's make it seem all salacious problem yeah Ugh. he was discovered mounting the horse right did exactly did we, did we do a story like that no, we did a couple yeah. dog ones. We did a couple dog ones. Yeah, I think we did a couple dog ones. Yeah, we did the dog ones. Remember the there was yeah. one with the sheriff. Yeah, yeah. And, and then there was Estrella. Yeah. Oh, pobre, pobre Estrella. All right. Well, we did one. We did an episode, Mom. There you go. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll hold you off until we can get a record for the next one. Who knows? And be... As we sign off, <laughs> under his eye. Blessed baby. be thy name, or blessed yeah. be thy fruit under his under his eye what is it yeah. what did i say it under was eye, um blessed be thy fruit, fruit. Be, may the lord open yeah may, may the lord, lord open um thank you for listening as long as we still have rights as women to do this we'll continue to do this podcast right. um and until next time nos Resist. vemos Resist. <laughs> Adios. daisy daisy what's your safe word what's your safe word daisy Thank <laughs> you.